This is CES Tech Talk. I'm James Kotecki, bringing you one of my favorite C-Space studio interviews from CES 2024. I had a lot of great conversations in Las Vegas, and I know you're going to like this one, so enjoy. Hey, you're in the C-Space studio here at CES 2024. I am James Kotecki, and I am joined by Omnicom's Chief Equity and Impact Officer, Emily Graham. Welcome. Hi, James. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for being with us. For those who may not, I mean, I assume many people at C-Space, which is the media marketing advertising section of CES, know Omnicom. But okay. for the wider audience, can you just kind of define the Omnicom brand writ large? Sure. We are a global media, marketing, communications, powerhouse All right. uh, conglomerate. We've been in the business for a very long time. Um, we come to CES every year, we go big, um, and, and this is an opportunity for us to talk about some of our biggest innovations, our big announcements, yes. um, and I run our global diversity, equity, inclusion strategy. And so what does that look like as you head into 2024? What's on the top of mind for you? Um, not complicated at all. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's not true. I mean, it's a really um, changing society. I think yeah. we saw 2020 three had more of a critique of diversity, equity, inclusion and its relevance. And I think that we are here to say in 2024 unequivocally, d and is here to stay. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a huge part of the way we experience brands. It's a huge part of the way we do our business. Um, AI has yes. become a really big part of the way that we do yes, d and I and all of that. that. So yeah. Um, so do you think uh, we'll continue to go along this path? Do you think there'll be a, a rebranding? Are you thinking about maybe changing the words that are used? Because I mean, some of this is like, certain words are used to mean something. Maybe it's something relatively innocuous. It takes on a, a different connotation. So interesting. Diversity, equity, inclusion became a proper noun. Mm -hmm. People don't even use the words, they just say DEI. Yeah. And it has become so politicized and so loaded. I don't think we need a rebrand. I think we need a reaffirmation. I think people need to remember that diversity, equity and inclusion have different purposes, but they all work together and it's not a threat. It's not a threat to humanity, it's not a threat to society as we know it. It's an enhancer, it's an enabler, and it's a good thing. Speaking of things that some people worry might be a threat to humanity, let's get into that AI yeah. um, conversation and especially how your role and your view on it um, sure. adds to the conversation. The more I learn about AI, the more I recognize it is truly a mirror of our society. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly. When it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, there's a lot in there. Yeah. You know, we have to be very mindful that AI just spits out the mirror <laughs> that it yeah. sees, the information that it has. And so I'm more focused on impacting the world as we know it so that AI shows up better for us mm. and the biases that we see and some yeah. of the misinformation that we see so that we can have a stronger AI. In terms of the training data Absolutely. that it's working on. Training, recruitment, mm -hmm. um, the analysis, the research that it does with the diverse equity inclusion lens. Yeah, um, we're talking with uh, the head of Omnicom Media Group yeah. earlier here in the C-Space studio. Yeah. And I have a lot of conversations, so people can just hopefully forgive me if I get this wrong. <laughs> but I believe Omnicom, our Omnicom Media Group, has its own like internal yes. AI that folks are using as it employees does. to kind of accelerate and augment their work. Yes. And, and do you have to think carefully about what that's actually trained on? Where do you get your training data? How do you think about that? I had a funny story. <laughs> Yesterday, I was on a call, and uh, I got a notice that the person was using an AI tool to take notes. 
And so I clicked on it and I got an Omnicom pop-up and okay. it said, prohibited. Have oh. you read the Omnicom generative AI toolkit? Okay. Basically, they want us to be very thoughtful about the way we're you interacting. You can't just use any old No! Yeah. They want our clients to get our brains and our thought, our thought leadership. Mm -hmm. That's what our clients are buying. But the way that AI enables us to do the work, we have to be trained mm -hmm. on it, we have to be knowledgeable on it, mm -hmm. we have to, even as DE&I practitioners, I think embrace it, yeah. but not let it do our jobs. Can't replace yeah. us. Um, how do you think about playing defense versus playing offense here? What, what I mean is, you know, you could be playing, and maybe you do have to do this to an extent, whack-a-mole with, okay, don't train on that data, don't use that tool because it's just not going to get us the results that we want. On the other side, can these tools be used to augment the goals that you have in these uh, arenas of augment, more equity and inclusion? Augment, make more effective, mm -hmm. make more efficient, yeah. amplify, scale, for sure. Yeah. And I think therein is what I would like to see in the shift of the AI narrative is more um, not fear-mongering, yeah. but go towards the information. Let mm -hmm. us learn and unlearn what mm -hmm. AI really does and what it yeah. doesn't do so we can be yeah. partners in the work. Do you have a, a favorite AI example or one that kind of brings you joy when you think about the way it was used? You know, I really love what Google is doing. I think Google Pixel has been phenomenal in bringing light to the different skin tones and shades that have been, you know, kind of not seen on camera. I think what they're doing with um, shadowing and images and all of that is phenomenal. Uh, I think the beauty industry has really started to recognize maybe first and foremost that we need more representation and that people want their identities to be seen. I also think everything that I'm seeing around um, disability yeah. Whether it's um, vision impaired or whether it's hearing impaired, I see brands being far more thoughtful about the way they're bringing people into experiences and not leaving them out. I read something about the AI divide. This ability for AI to either connect or divide us based on how it levels people up, and I think those yeah. are examples of that. Something that my wife often reminds me is that when technology is used to bring more people into the conversation, right. it's not just those initial people, like for example, let's say closed captioning. Maybe people who aren't hearing impaired also just prefer that they have an option to have closed captioning, <laughs> right? I'm so a that, closed that, captioning That's just one enthusiast. simple example, but yes. it's another example of how it can be kind of seem politicized or scary, right. but really what it means is bringing more people into the conversation and, and everybody benefits as a result. Everyone does. And I, like I said, I'm a closed caption enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. I, it helps me understand, but I also think Closed captioning with language and um, accents and mm -hmm. cultural nuance is something that's even more powerful with AI. Um, AI is obviously a focus, maybe it's the focus of CES sure. 2024. Are there other technologies here at this giant technology festival and celebration that you have your eye on as you look to the next year? You know, I am looking for everything that starts to enable those who have those hidden invisible disabilities. Um, I'm looking forward to going to the convention center and walking around and like seeing all of that technology. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. AI is so focused right now on the things we can see. But there's so much that so we much can't of a visual see. Component. There's so much yeah. we can't see in, in disability and bias mm -hmm. that I think we need to think about. Um, I'd like to do a fill in the blank exercise if we could. Um, okay. And take this however you want. But 2024 will be the year of blank. Radical collaboration. And when I say that, I mean people you don't know, that don't think like you, that don't look like you. In order for us to solve really bad, hard problems, yeah. we've got to radically collaborate. We've got yeah. to break down the silos of what we're used to. Mm -hmm. And we have to get used to yeah. kind of rubbing elbows with and bringing people to the table yeah. that are different than us.
going to be important. And maybe to the extent that you, you know, are even in an argument about the, the efficacy of DEI, sure. is that how you kind of win the argument by just pragmatically collaborating with folks and actually bringing Absolutely. results to the table as Absolutely. opposed to just getting into a semantic? You know what people like to do? They just want to have a seat. Yeah. People want to be seen and they want to be heard. And I have found that across any identity. They just want to sit at the table. Mm -hmm. So I invite them to sit down with me mm -hmm. and let's get the Play-Doh yeah. and let's do it together mm -hmm. because that's the way we're going to solve some of the problems. And how much of your particular day is spent internally within Omnicom and how much of it are you dealing with clients? How does that balance out in your role? You know, tomorrow I'm going to be on the stage with our clients, L'Oreal, um, and partner in Google. So L'Oreal keynoting here at CES uh, uh, as well. Exactly, right? So that's one example. But then today I spent time with some of our agents some of our shareholders. Mm -hmm. So I get to do a bit of both. Yeah. Um, I love that because I believe being integrated with our clients is really what unlocks the potential for us to make Dean and I really work. Is there something outside of your industry that inspires you? I was just talking about this. So I watched about a three-minute three-minute um, segment on Instagram today from a momfluencer mm -hmm. who was nine months pregnant and wow. she walked people through her postpartum drawer in her bathroom. I am not pregnant. Like what she was preparing she, what for. What she was for, preparing mm -hmm. for, and it was fascinating yeah. to me that everyday people can become micro-influencers and really yeah. just be authentic. Mm -hmm. If there's a theme, if I have a second word to fill in the blank about what 2024 sure. is, it's about authenticity. Yeah. Just real, simple people. I was so captivated. Mm -hmm. I spent like 15 minutes mm -hmm. reading the comments and watching her products. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like, it's enriching to get into someone else's head, right? Even if that's not the experience that you're having. It, it's exactly what makes our world so rich and makes DEI so important, getting in someone else's yeah. head. So. Well, thanks for letting us get in your head for a few minutes. Thank Emily you. Graham of Omnicom, thank you All so right. much. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation from CES 2024. That's our show for now, but there's always more tech to talk about. Hit that YouTube subscribe button, leave a comment, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, or wherever you're getting this show. And get more CES at ces.tech. That's ces.tech. I'm James Kotecki, talking tech on CES Tech Talk.